Welcome to Podcasts of Ravnica. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. You know, fans are excited for the first major product combining the lore of Magic the Gathering's Plane of Ravnica with D&D mechanics for fantasy role-playing in Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica. To celebrate the launch of Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, we asked the D20 Dames podcast to recruit new members of the D&D and Magic Live Play community to create 10 one-shot stories, each focusing on a different guild in the sprawling city of Ravnica. Hopefully by listening to these episodes, you get introduced to the possibilities of storytelling in Ravnica and maybe find one or two new podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, available in game stores now and everywhere, November 20th, head to dnd.wizards.com slash ggtr or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. Enjoy listening to this episode of Podcast of Ravnica brought to you by Rivals of Waterdeep, focusing on House Demir. Ooh, sneaky. Let's go around the table first and say our characters' names and our races. My name is Carlos Luna, and I am playing Azium Pendrake. He is a level three Loxodon bard, big elephant type humanoid person. Hi, I'm Tanya. Um, I'm playing Hezeros Valor. I am a wood elf ranger, and um, he's an interesting rogue, as we'll see throughout the campaign. <laughs> Hey, I'm Shreve Jackson. I am playing Wallamere Pepperbottom, a minotaur monk. Uh, tough exterior, but silky smooth and sensitive <laughs> inside. Silky smooth. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Uh, let's dive into it. Yeah? yeah. 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 Let's do it. You feel your carriage slow and come to a stop. You hear the horse neigh and impatiently huff as the wind whistles through your carriage. The wind smells of earthy autumn. You all sit in silence and wait. Silence never bothered you. Some of you prefer silence. Silence is reliable. Silence is patient. Silence is full of electric feeling of potential. You were all given a letter the night before. The letter was written on plain cream paper with a simple address, sealed in your blue and black emblem, House Demir. The address has brought you to Precinct 1. Many of you are familiar with the precinct as it's the most wealthy of Ravnica. The houses are opulent, as are the people who live there. But your experience with House Demera has taught you that nothing is what it seems. Political dealings, corruption, greed, this district hides many things under a golden shell. You wait. And you hear a sound of footsteps approaching. The curtains are pulled back, and you see your contact. She is dressed in a dark wine coat, and fur lines her sleeves, and her demeanor is intentional and direct. She is a Loxodon as well. Her name is Mary Winters. At least, that's the name that you were given, because the layers of the factions within House Demir run deep. They keep inner guild activity secret, even from themselves. She opens the door. Hello, thank you so much for um, for coming. I, I really appreciate your um, your abruptness, your abrupt arrival. May I come inside? Of course. Of course, come in. Yes. She 
climbs in the the cabin and you feel the the cabin kind of tilt um, under her weight and she sits very parallel to Ozium to sort of balance out the carriage so it doesn't like tilt over to one side. She's just sort of conscious of like where it is. Um, I, I don't do this very often. I don't reach out to lower members of the guild, but I, I am in need of your help. Well, I have a question. Sure. Why not go to a higher member? Are we expendable? No. What kind of situation is this? It's a personal situation. One that requires the guild not to know at all. So if it's personal, why should we risk our reputations in the guild with doing this? Well, I think that there are things inside that manor that might be of interest to future guild dealings, and I thought that if I asked it of you, you you would go, but I just, I can't go by myself, and I can't go at all. I, I, I can't go into that house. What's in it for us? It's funny you should ask. I have, and she pulls out um, a small mahogany box, and it is ornate, yet not overdone. And she opens the box, and inside of it are three, you'll know them um, from your experiences in the guild, as spy murmurs. They are small electronic devices that allow you to communicate with each other. Mm. Generally, those who have uh, more renown are gifted with these from the guild, but she has three of them in her hand. Whoa, these babies right here, these are expensive. Yes, I was able to sneak away with two. Um, one of them is mine, and I am willing to give you mine in exchange for this favor. Ooh. Well, I mean, there's... There's three of us here. Yes. We have to share. And there's three of them. All right, so... What is this personal favor, then? You are to attend the annual gala of Benedict Swan. He is a loxodon like myself, and he throws an annual feast to honor his late wife. Generally, I don't involve myself with the rich, but... You see, Benedict hasn't been seen in person in quite some time. You can imagine my surprise when I heard he was throwing this party. Your task is to navigate the party, slip through the manor, and see if Benedict is alive or dead. The manor is laid out in three floors. The top floor is where the rooms are. The main floor is where the party will be held, as well as the kitchen, and the cellar is where dry goods are kept. I don't know if he's inside the manor, but I feel like he might be. Wait, so he throws his own party and doesn't attend every year? I haven't heard from him in a while, so I was surprised to see that he was throwing it at all. He usually attends. This party means a great deal to him. And it's for his late wife? Yes. Oh. Also, this this sounds like a stealth mission for a minotaur and an elephant. Mm-hmm. Well, Loxida, not really an elephant. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. And don't forget that your resident wood elf is present. But the wood elf is stealthy. Look at me. You're you're magnificent. How am I able to contribute to this mission? Am I able to mix it up a little bit if uh, things go awry? We are to be as discreet as possible, but Benedict had lots of friends. 
Um, I don't think that you'll stick out in any way, but in case, I have packed away a couple of things for you, and they're they're in the carriage in the back, so if you want to root through that and figure it out. Wait, do we have an invite to this? Are we pretending to be one of his friends? If that's what you want. You have an invite, but whatever relationship you decide with Benedict is your choice. Oh, but we have an in- we have invitations to get in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. We should use the invite. It's only right. Yeah, well, well for sure. And will it also get us in the door versus trying to sneak in in full swing of a, of a party? Yes. Because unless one of us wants to pose as a servant, through the front door is the most obvious way. Agreed. We're all going to need some really cool backstories, though. Oh. Backstories? Yeah, backstories. What do, what do you do when they say, hey, uh, what do you do for a living? What, what's, what do you say? Talk about the weather. Yeah, but w- 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 let's just pretend that we're having a conversation. Hey, what do you do for a living? It's sunny outside. What? Don't, you can't answer <laughs> that way. <laughs> They'll be on to you right away. I'm a wood elf. People think I know about trees and bows and and small animals. I mean, hopefully there's not a lot of those types of people over there who are going to assume that type of stuff. Those types of people. Well, yeah, species. Well, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And I started talking to this guy. All he wanted to talk about was peanuts. Like I knew about peanuts because I'm an elephant. I thought, I thought you, you weren't said you were elephant. You know what I mean. Yeah, I was just You know what I mean. You're confusing us. He thought I was an All elephant. All right. So, because this is a fancy affair, mm-hmm. will there be either funding or a place for us to get appropriate attire? I do have some things, but elf regalia may not fly in this climate. Well, follow me. And she kind of gets out of the carriage and you feel it like lurch to one side as she's exiting. Mm -hmm. And she's just going around the back. Well, I follow her and I just kind of give those two, uh, (laughs) just, do you want to do the job or not? Well, I don't, yeah, how dangerous do you think this is though? It's probably foolishly dangerous, but there's probably good coin in it. Well, I mean, we're getting these little electronic thingies. But... Like, think about it. We have no renown or very little renown. This could really do wonders for us in the guild. That's true. Make a name for ourselves. Huh. So I'm I'm okay with this. And that's if we can even tell anyone what we did, because it sounds like she doesn't want anyone to know. Oh, that's true, too. Are we allowed to put this on our resume? <laughs> I would rather you didn't. Oh. But you can say that you stole these from lesser house members. Is that a is that a positive thing? I mean, if you're foolish enough to lose your spy murmur, you don't deserve it. Oh, I, you learn something every day. So when is this party? It's tonight. The curtain in the back where she was, she lifts this cloth, and in it is a large trunk, and she opens it, and it's just full of clothing. Impressive. I had your sizes figured out before you got here. You had it measured already, so you assumed that we would say yes. What if we said no and you wasted all this measurement? Well, if you said no and you already know what's happening, let's just say it would not be good. Wait, if we refused, are you... Wait, are you saying something bad? I'm not saying anything. Are you thinking something bad will happen to you, Ozium? Well, I mean, based on what you said... What did I say? I mean... It, what did I say? I have a steel trap memory. Oh. Just to let you Ozium. know. Let it go. I, it Let sounded it like go. we were going to die, right? Let it go. 
Alright, well, while they carry on, I'm going to go find some clothing. Yeah, what do you find? Hezros finds a dark leather coat with a, a very fine silk shirt that it buttons up, but he leaves it a bit open to kind of show off his chest because he's that kind of flashy dude. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> and very nice leather pants that lace up the sides because... You know, even though he's an elf, he's not he's not slight of build. He's been living on his own for quite a while. And and very soft leather boots that don't make a sound as he wanders. Um, so he basically looks very much like a dandy. He pulls his hair back, puts a little pomade in it, and gives a courtly vow once he is dressed in this new finery. <laughs> Whoa, ho, ho, check you out. Flashy. Smooth for a wood elf. Oh, we didn't have to add that. What? It's a fact. I'm smooth for a minotaur. Yeah, smooth for whatever. But you look good. Yes, well, you know, we are going to a fancy party, so I did want to look the part. I will make sure that all of my goods and weapons are in order before we depart on this this mission. It's all yours, gentlemen. Oh, okay. Um, let's see what we got here. How many outfits are inside this trunk? There's two versions, like a fancier version and then like an over-the-top version of what you thought would would be a fancy version. Okay. What's the -the over-the-top one? It is like a robe of mirrors. So it's like a very, um, like there's tiny little metal mirrors and the way that it moves, it looks like sort of like rippling water with how it moves. It's like very flowing, but it's reflected light so it's all mirrors and it's um, a mirrored robe with a sort of a a clasp closure that like flares out so it's like kind of floor length and inside the coat situation is sort of a meshy situation so it's like mesh mirrors it's very like Met Gala okay (laughs) um Whoa, this is really flashy. This thing's going to be reflecting a lot of light. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be blinding people with this thing. I don't know. This isn't really my style. Uh, what else you got? What, what, what's, this, what's this guy about? And it's a very dapper blue suit. So it's very um, vintage, like 1950s Mad Men Navy suit with a large lapel that's sort of... It's a little gaudy, but it's not lapel, um, an ascot. Okay. That's kind of gaudy. So it's like interview with the vampire meets madman. Gotcha. Whoa, I like this guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Check this out. He puts on uh, the blazer first, not the shirt or anything else. Hey, perfect fit. Whoa. Uh, the name is Bond. <laughs> James Bond. You like this, guys? Uh, who's James Bond? Well, this guy I knew back in high school. <laughs> I do like it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty Smooth. good. Ask me what I do for a living. What do you do for a living? Advertising. You bought it, right? It sounded pretty good. I bought it. Aver- uh, 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 is is there a robe of mirror, uh, uh, a robe of mirrors that is cut to my size? Because <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, I didn't. I, d- I don't have that exactly, but but I, I do have this. And she pulls out a very delicate, it looks like it's almost like woven from gold uh, suit jacket 
And so it's very, um, it's very gauzy and looks like delicate. And then the back, it's like, it's floral almost with the, the golden lace, but it looks like it's spun with actual gold. Ooh. I like this. Is this actual gold? Perhaps. You look like you have money. I do have money. You look money in that. I have money. Yeah. That's my backstory. You asked about backstories. You're just going to say you have money. I have money. I inherited money. Okay. From who? The weather is cold. (laughs) (laughs) These people are not going to talk to us long enough, nor care about who you are, where you got your money, unless they think that they can use you later. These parties are notorious for that kind of thing. Well, I like being prepared. I like coming up with a whole secret backstory that I got going on. And while I'm in there, I might steal some stuff too. I just like the rush. You're going to s- steal? Nothing big. Just like little trinkets or something. Honestly, if you want to steal, it's fine. Just don't get caught and don't reveal your guild. Ozzy never gets caught. Ozzy? Yeah? You're smooth for an Ozzy. Well, how many Ozzies do you actually know? One. Is it me? Yes. No, yes. oh, man. <laughs> I think we should be on our way toward the party. Time is wasted. Okay. Is is there any uh, recon information that we should know? I know you described the floors. Anything else we should know about the the building, the the security, maybe? Yes. At these parties, there are security. Uh, I don't know how Greta has them situated. Um, Greta is essentially Benedict Stewart. She's been working with him for many years, and well takes care of all of his affairs. So, and uh, you can see Mari, she's sort of shaking a little bit and you can tell, like you've worked with Mari before. She's generally your contact. Um, You don't really see her. She like corresponds via letter a lot of the time, but she doesn't seem as put together as she normally does. She hands Hezro the box with the three spy murmurs. Thank you. You're welcome. Take take this and please, if if he is dead, let me know. So that's that's all you want to know if he's alive or dead. We don't have to like bring him back or any evidence or anything. Well, if he's in danger, I'd prefer it if you saved him. But if he's dead, I don't know what I would do. Well, hopefully that will not be the outcome. Let's hope he's alive. Thank you. Let's go. So she heads you guys back up to the the carriage, and the carriage is on its way. Hezros is studying the invite. Okay, roll up investigation. Oh, dear. Oh, Hezrios is suddenly very, very stupid. I rolled a two. (laughs) While he's studying this invitation, nothing is coming to him. Nope, it looks like it is printed on nice paper. (laughs) Yep, this is nice fine linen parchment. It must have cost whoever printed this a lot of money. (laughs) I'm going to look at the invite as well. Go ahead, roll an investigation. Ooh, 17. You notice that as you look closer, it looks like it was altered. So you can sort of tell that it's not a a real invite upon further inspection, but 
From far away, it looks super legit. Ooh. Guys, this is total fake. Yeah. But it's a good fake. I think we can still use it. Okay, well, do we have a backup plan? What if we don't get in? Well, if we don't get in, they'll reject us at the door. We'll have to find another way. A little sneaky sneak? Either disguise or sneak in through another side. You know, what? I would worry about that if it happens. And how are we supposed to sneak in with the two of you? What are you talking about? The place that we're going is owned by a Loxodot. So I'm sure it has doors our size and... Yeah. The, that it's, wasn't what the I floor meant. It's the a diverse ceiling. clientele. Yeah. I'm sure you're the one that's going to stick out. Hesteros just, just shakes his head and just kind of sits there like, why did I get stuck to? <laughs> um, and he, he's just thinking. He just closes his eyes while they, they get taken up to the party. So as Hesteros is thinking, he has his eyes closed and he can feel the slowing of the carriage and it, it jerks stop. Whoa, time to shine, guys. All right, let's do this. Shine. Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk. <laughs> As we all walk out. Just <laughs> playing yes. the Bee Gees. <laughs> As you walk out, where the carriage parks opens up to like a, a large courtyard and you see several steps lined with lamps as it leads to the entrance of the, the manor. Fancy. Guys, we should pop in these spy murmurs real quick, huh? Sure. And Hazarez hands them out and puts in, puts his in and kind of tilts his head side to side to make sure it's secure. So so for the spy murmurs, you just talk and others hear you or do you have to like touch anything? Like, is there anything on a brooch or something you need to use along with the spy murmur? So you don't have to touch or do anything. It's just, it'll read your mind, but you have to like concentrate to send that thought. Okay. So it's not like all the thoughts. I think it's like when you're wanting to connect. Okay. So as you um, all put in the spy murmur, you hear this, this faint humming sound. It's very electronic sounding and you hear a couple of clicks and you're online. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hey, Hezro. Hezra. Right. You realize you don't have to actually talk oh, to wait. use these, right? <laughs> You're right. Hold on. I'm just going to... Uh... Hey, Hezro. What's going on? Inside his mind, that's what he thinks he sounds like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hezro, can you hear me? Yes. Oh, man. This is so awesome. This is strange. All three of us can sense each other, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I can hear this? Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Cool, guys. So now that we have these, when we get in, I suggest we split up since we can stay in contact with each other. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I guess so. Should someone work the floor and then someone goes to the, the basement and the upper floor, maybe? I think we should look around, see if there's any any r- rooms that look more heavily guarded than others. Maybe a security oh. guard in front of a room and whoever sees it can... Let everyone else know, and then we can develop a plan to get in there. Ooh, that's a good call. All right. Other question between the three of us. Ezreo is the smallest and lightest. Are you going to go try to investigate an upper level where you might stick out more because you don't belong there? Either of you? Um, uh, I think it's first come, first serve. Whoever gets there. All right. How about you do the upper? I don't... 
first come, first serve makes it sound like there's going to be a running dash to the top. You take the top. I'll look for a food area or a, a, a drink area and see if I can hear some conversations. Stalk people. That works for me. Do you guys head over to the manor? Yes. Yes. You walk up these marble stairs and the door is open um, as, as you walk through. So it's like almost the feeling of an automatic door, but people are doing it for you. Okay. Oh, sweet. And uh, you walk into the foyer and you see a very um, poised a woman um, with a clipboard. Um, Hezrails would go up and present uh, their invitation with a slight bow. So you're invited. Let me just, um, Hezros um, Velour. Is that correct? Hezros Velour. Hezros close. Velour. Um, I don't, don't, mm, mm, mm. I don't see you here. Um, are you, are you one of the uh, extension guests? Yes. Roll a deception. Oh dear. Ooh, Hezros is not doing good today. Um, that is an eight. She furrows her brow a little bit, and she looks around, and she calls um, someone else over. Mm-hmm. It's an, another woman. This woman is human, and she's wearing a green and gold dress. Oh, it seems to be the issue. Well, I don't see this. Has Rios on... on, on Rios. Has Rose on the list, so I I don't know. And they, they said that they're an extension guest, and I'm... Oh, oh, darling. Hello. I'm so sorry for your trouble. You're an extension guest? Is that what I've heard? Yes. Okay, well, we go by a little honor system here, so I'm just going to go ahead and let you pass. Have so much fun. This party is to celebrate a great life that is lost, and... And well, we welcome all, so why don't you have so much fun? As Russ gives her a deep bow and even kisses her hand and thanks. And she um, bows back and outstretches her arm to uh, let you aside. Here's my invite. <laughs> God. Um, okay, what's your name? Wait, I, I, Greta, I don't see I'm this person on this list either. But here's my invite. Okay, let me just let me just look at I just I don't I don't see this person. We all have stuff. our own invites. <sighs> Darling child, just go ahead and let them pass. I want to roll insight on this like uh creepy southern bell. Yeah. Uh to, <laughs> to see if oh I my can God. see if I can pick up uh there's something something strange about her. Wow, after okay. she let you in the party. I rolled a five. You think that she is sweet as pie. Oh, she's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> And I walk in. She lets lets you go past. Ozzy walks up with confidence, his chest out. Well, hello. I just don't even want to look anymore. I feel like this is all the same. Right on. And he walks in. <laughs> and uh, Greta wow. just kind of tilts her head and smiles and lets you past. In the party, you see it is gorgeous. There are flowers just 
like ornately arranged everywhere. There's photos of the late wife and a feast laid out and there's a bar and just anything that you would dream uh, like a, a party would have, it has it. All right. This is some fancy schmancy stuff, guys. I want to reach out and like get a glass of champagne or wine or whatever they're serving and some appetizers. So as soon as you reach out your hand, there is a servant with like a plate full of champagne flutes. Oh, don't mind if I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna uh, double fist these, oh, um, oh. double hoof them. You're, actually, you're gonna drink two of them. Yeah, okay, um, well. I'm a big guy. <laughs> he takes one, shotguns it, puts it on uh, back on the tray, and then he's just holding one. Got to keep one in the chamber at all times, right, guys? <laughs> no. Hezeros takes one, gives a a respectful nod to the server, and you know, sips at his glass while he kind of cases the room. I don't drink. Very well. And they kind of skip off. Send the little burger guy my way. Oh, okay. Just later. And you see this burger guy? Uh, they're just real busy. They're like being mobbed by people because the burgers are so good. They're not even sliders. They're real size burgers. This is amazing. We don't know what those burgers are made of. What? You think, you think like soy? It would be no. It would. It would have to be meat. Yes, I'm sure it's meat. Whose meat is the question? We've just gone way beyond anything I want to talk to you about ever again. I'm going to go do what we came to do. Yes. Why right. don't you both make yourselves useful? Oh well, I have been useful this entire time, guys. I'm going straight to the basement. The opposite of the top, but okay. But. Well, no, I thought Hezro's got the top. Do you really want Ozzy trying to, to meander up to the top without being noticed? Yes. Really? This sounds like a I challenge. Do very much so, but I will... Uh, we have a mission. Do not jeopardize it. I'm I'm doing the mission right now. Hezro's just like narrows his eyes at the Minotaur and then just saunters off, you know, trying to be casual about the fact that they have a ulterior motive. He saunters off and kind of, you know, circles the room until he spies um, the stairs that lead up upward. He's being very casual about it and taking his time to, as not to attract attention. Okay, so roll an investigation. All right, fancy dice work for me. Oh my god, uh, investigation. Oh, um, an eight. You are in dice jail now. Dice jail. Yes, my my fancy dice are failing me again. So you look at the stairs and you see there are like two lines of bodyguards. So they're staggered to make almost a V. So there's two in the front and two in the back. And the two in the back are closer to each other. So it's kind of fully blocking Mm -hmm. the stairs. So Hezros takes note of that and, um, you know, kind of walks away, but has noted that, that this may or may not work out as a way to go upstairs. Um, and he's making a circuit back around the other way and, and checking to see if there's any kind of nook, maybe a dumb waiter, any <laughs> kind of place that he could maybe even climb if it's dark enough, they could ignore him. Go ahead and roll another investigation. All right, and this one, this is not in the dice jail dice. 
Oh my god, 16. 16, okay. So as you're scanning the party, you notice by the kitchen area, there's a tiny little, um, looks like a service elevator. Okay. It's small, but it looks like it's working. Ezra's will make his way over there and, and use that as his ticket upstairs. Go ahead and roll me a stealth. Hey, stealth, something I've actually got a good stat in. <laughs> oh, that is so much better. 26. Oh, Ooh. man. I'm sorry. No, that's not possible. Uh, 25. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> so the way that you slide by, it just, it's seamless. It looks like you kind of intermingle through different groups. So you're moving across the room and it looks like you are chatting with every group that you walk by. It looks like you're a part of every single group until you reach the service elevator. You get your elbow and you lift it up and are able to crawl in um, undetected. Nice. Awesome. So that's what I'm off doing is is investigating the upstairs while hopefully my companions are not getting detected. Aziam, what are you doing? Aziam is looking around for more appetizers. What other appetizers do we have? So there are like bagel pizzas. Oh, classic. Yeah. They're um, little like chicken waffle skewers. Ooh. Um, there are also like shrimp cocktails, like your standard like appetizer, like the meatballs. There's mini hot dogs to go with the giant full-size burgers. Awesome. So Ozzy is going around to a lot of these waiters and he's just like trying to clean them out, eating as much as he can. Uh, sir, 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 there, oh, there, there's a lot of guests here, sir. Oh, yeah, definitely. Keep them coming. Okay, well, um, 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 yes, we will keep, uh, we, we need, and like the servant that you're talking to kind of runs, runs to the back, and you hear like this, like yelling, we need more meat. We need more meat on the grill. I love this. I love this. So in Ozzy's head, though, he wants to be known at the party as the guy who is eating all these foods. He wants to be known by the waitstaff as the guy who's looking for food. In his head, if he's looking for a staircase or a way down to the cellar, a lot of the cellars are used to like hold goods and food. So chances are it's in the kitchen somewhere that he'll have to go down there because that's where they would store wine and whatnot. So it's in his plan to just be known. That's another reason why they might see him in the kitchen and not think this is weird. Oh, Smart. Da-da. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. Uh, I I don't have anything for you, sir. It's, I'm not gonna hurt you. I don't have anything. any anything. I don't have anything for you. Well, I'm not. It's okay. I'm not gonna. <laughs> wow, you're sweating a lot. Just uh, yeah, just, just when you can. Okay. All right. Tell um, your friends. I'll I'll tell them. I'll tell them all. Okay. I want to take a look at uh, other people who are in the room. Okay. Roll me a um an investigation. Okay. Or a perception. I'm sorry. Is that woman with the clipboard in the room? She's in the, the foyer, so she's in the room, but she's towards the the entrance way. Okay. 17. 17. You notice that, like you, everyone is dressed to the nines. You notice um, a man who is very, very finely dressed and with a thin mustache, and he's sort of hitting on this woman who does not want anything to do with him. You notice, like, party things like that. And you notice the the wait staff is very stressed out and that there is a small dance floor towards the east side of the room. 
I'm just taking note of all the players in the room. The people that are on my radar are the people are who are on the radar of the woman with the clipboard. Because the woman with the clipboard organized this event, or at least is in contact with the person who organized this event. And that's the person we're looking for. So whoever is on her mind is who I want to know. So he looks around. He keeps trying to see who she's making eye contact with. And when he really doesn't see anything, he casts Detect Thoughts. Uh, Do you detect thoughts at like a specific area? So it's for the duration of a minute. I can read the thoughts of certain creatures uh, within like 30 feet of me. So I can, it's what's ever on the surface mind, but I can dig deeper. If I dig deeper, there's a, a wisdom saving throw they have to make. And is there a specific person? I will say that there's in this room about 40 people. The woman with the clipboard. The woman with the clipboard. Okay. Yeah. How do you use Detect Thoughts? So to cast Detect Thoughts, he uh, it's his trunk, <laughs> and his trunk just starts swaying back and forth like an S, like a snake, like snake charming almost. Mm. And he kind of just starts doing that back and forth. It's very slight, but it's uh, it's almost like a snake charmer, I guess. Well, so you um, snake charm your trunk, and it, it almost looks like you're dancing. And you reach her thoughts and you hear, this isn't going well. This isn't going well. She'll be mad. I got to keep it together. I got to keep it everything, everything perfect and everything together. Okay. I hear her. I hear the pronoun her. So I automatically want to know who that person is. So I am going to dig deeper into their thoughts. Oh, yeah, they failed it. They got a four. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, no. um, as you dig deeper in her mind and in her thoughts, she says, we have to get funding. This this won't work if we don't have funding. <sighs> Greta's going to be so angry. I don't think that those people who came in have any money. Why is she just letting in strangers? This is important. She's scared of that woman. I'm going to jump over to Sharif. So I'm still at the um, at the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't drink, but I kind of have a, uh, a glass uh, with like water in it. In it. Uh, and I am essentially looking for someone uh, to flirt with <laughs> to see if I can get some information. Awesome. Uh, toward this. Roll me an insight. Yeah. All right, got a 12. You find another Minotaur who is, you can tell she doesn't do parties very well. And Mm -hmm. she's sitting kind of away from everyone else. So I walk up to her and I say, man, parties suck, don't they? Oh my God, tell me about it. I hate parties. I know, it's just... Sometimes you got to do it, but I, I'd much rather be uh, just out taking a walk or appreciating nature. Oh my god, I outside. love nature. Nature is cool. So you don't like parties, but like, why are you here? I mean, sometimes I get invited to things. I feel obligated to go. And sometimes it's good to meet other people. And I ran into you. Uh, so sometimes parties are worth it. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be here if if my brother didn't drag me here. You know, he wants me to meet people and he wants me to just, you know, live a big old, big old glamorous life or whatever. But like, I hate it. So. Oh, who's your brother? Um, he's over there and she points um, over and you see this like, imagine Gaston, but if he were a minotaur, he is like the life of a party. He has like people just like flocking to him. He's. And just, like, hanging on every word. Yeah, he's over there. He's fine. He sure seems uh, like like a lively one. Yeah, he uh, he makes a lot of deals. What kind of deals? I don't know. He doesn't tell me all that. Hmm. Hmm? Could you call him over here? Oh, I, I, uh, he doesn't like talking to me at parties either. Oh. No, Some I'm, brother. I'm embarrassing or whatever. No, you're not embarrassing. I mean, I am. Look at me. It's awful. No, so, some people just don't realize what they have. Roll me uh, a charisma. Just straight charisma. 15. So she took in what you just said, and she's taken it back because she just met you. <laughs> but she's kind of intrigued. So she says, okay, uh... Uh, give me a minute. I'm just going to go. Um, I'm going to go see if I can try to get him over here. Thanks. And she saunters off. While she's leaving, I want to observe the room and like kind of see if I can, as I said, try to look for any areas in the room that look like they're more heavily guarded than others that I can see. So can I roll per- perception? Yep. Yeah. All right. That is not good. Uh, six. Six. Um, you notice that there are stairs. And the stairs have a lot of people oh. by them. Um, you notice that the room, it's starting to fill up a little bit, actually. It's starting to get a little more crowded as more guests arrive. Okay, now with the uh, the way the um, spy things work, mm-hmm. do they, do, like, are they already tapped into what's going on? Or, like, do I have to, like, explain to them what just happened? Or, like, would they already know that I, you know, might have, a, like, this brother might be a thing? Or do I have to, like, explain it to them over the comms? It depends on you. Did you broadcast that, that interaction? Uh, or did you I, not actively I, decide you wanted to do that? I guess my question is, is it always broadcasting? Or I don't or think no? so. I'm actually looking okay. up the device right now just to be sure. I think that you have to actually put focused attention on it. Okay. Got you. Um, but okay. I want to be correct. So let me... Yeah, so how it works is you do have to put focused attention to okay. the situation, but as a bonus action, you can allow that creature uh, to hear everything you hear for an hour. So if you wanted to just broadcast straight for an hour, um, you're able to do that, but otherwise you're able okay. to send uh, telepathic thoughts. All right, so like I was just send a thought that like uh, just, just just said, I think I have a possible uh, possible contact. I'll keep you in the know when I get more information. I like it, I like it. You sound very spy-like. I'm trying to play the role. <laughs> I'm cutting back to Hezro. You are feeling the elevator rise up, and you know as soon as you reach to the top, the door is going to open. And sometimes it makes a sound. Okay, so I'm going to brace myself and hope that no one just opens it immediately. Mm-hmm. But if they do, I'll be like, Hi. <laughs> I'm charming, sort of. So the elevator door like springs open and 
you look in the hallway and you don't see anyone. Okay. Roll me a perception. Finally doing better. Uh, 13. It doesn't seem that anyone's up here. It, um, you look down the hallway and there are rows of doors, the white doors with the like crystal doorknobs. And, um, there's, looks like there's five rooms total. So two, two and one at the end. Do I have to roll investigation to see if I notice any light, anything else from coming from under the doors, or is it dark enough that would stand out? And I do have dark vision. It looks like the the hallway is lit. Like it's like um almost like security lighting. Like you, you put on mm. like your like a nightlight light. light. So it's it's yeah. still dim, but it's there. Okay. Then I'm going to uh cautiously approach the first door that I come to and try to listen. Uh, left or right? Right. Well, my right. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you put your ear to the door and you don't hear anything. Um, I pause and then after I don't hear anything, I cross the hall to the opposite door and do the same thing. Nothing. All right. I'll make my way to each door. Should I be rolling anything or just um, kind of check and see and listen for for a bit? Roll me a stealth, actually. 17. The boots that you picked out are, like, really working for you. You're just silently gliding through the um, the doorways. Um, all right, so I am um, on the right side again at this other door and listening. You hear a very faint rustling. Oh. Um, so I cautiously draw one of my short swords and start slowly turning the knob. Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand. 20 total. So you cautiously open the door and you're doing it so steadily and slow that when you open the door, you notice a tiny little piece of what looks like craft yarn uh, tied to the doorknob. And I stop. And you hear like, more rustling. Um, I do have dark vision. Is it dark or are there candles lit in the room? Or have I opened the door enough to see in the room? You have opened it enough just to notice the, the tiny piece of craft yarn. But you, but you do see a dim light coming out of the room. I'm going to back up and like just swipe the yarn, but like sit, like kind of re- like back away, reach forward and just kind of so, uh, do you swipe the yarn and then sli- like slam the door open, or? No, I'm I'm like s- like cutting the yarn and then jumping back to see to see if anything happens. Perfect. Uh, you slowly cut this piece of craft yarn. It snaps, and you hear the sound of like um, running a little bit, like the the pitter patter of um, of feet, and you hear a crash happening in the room. That sounds um, oh. like just a bunch of junk, like smashing together. Oh, like it almost set off, like it set off a trap. Yeah. So I will brush the door open, but I'm I'm being very cautious and, and slow about it. Mm-hmm. But I also expect someone to come running after that crash. So I open the door and hope for the best. So you open the door and inside you see what looks like um, a lot of just yarn, like attached to like, uh, 
a bookshelf attached to the window, attached, it's just like this yarn ball. And you see a pile of what looks like a bunch of stuff taped together and um, right by the door. And you hear more rustling, but it's coming from the closet. Mm, Is there a path I can take to get to this closet? It looks like whatever trap was laid out has been activated. So it's just mostly walking through a lot of yarn and it just, uh, can you like imagine um, like a home alone trap? <laughs> That's uh, sort of what's going on right now. <laughs> All right. So since someone's going to come running anyway, because of the noise, I just, I call out, I know you're in that closet, come out. And you hear more rustling and the door slowly opens and you see a small minotaur boy and he's wearing a colander sort of situation on his horns and he is clutching um, like a paper towel roll. Mm. Um, hi, you're, you're not them. Them who? Them. They're the person that took my sister. You're not them. Your sister? No. Are you com- who took your sister? Are you coming to save me? I miss my mom. Where's your mom? I don't know. The, the lady took me. The the lady said that that I would be a part of a bigger a bigger thing, and she took me. And your sister? They took her recently. They took her maybe an hour ago. I don't know where. Um, uh, but 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 I thought to myself, if they come back, I will be ready. Can you can you come over here? Um, okay. You're not with them? No, I don't know who you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. Um, um, can you roll a, um, a persuasion? 16. The, um, the little minotaur boy kind of slowly approaches you and then just like looks, looks up at you. I mean, they're, they're still a minotaur, so they're just only like a, they're short, but like you're you're probably like it's probably coming up to your um your chest which is tiny okay. for a minotaur what's your name um my name's din my sister is ori um i'm hazaros hi do you remember what did they say anything when they took your sister um, they were talking about fixing the problem and that if they started young, they could fix the problem and make us better than what we are. Okay. I don't know where they took my sister. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you where to meet me. I want you to run away. You're very little and you'll get hurt. Um, okay. Um, you'll, you'll tell me where to run? Yes. Just tell me about your sister. So if we find her, we can help her. She's she's littler than me, and um, she likes the color red, and she um, is afraid of bees, and she um, she is left-handed, and she is really good at tying knots, and she is really good at doing handstands, and she's really really smart. What's her name? Ori. Okay, so. Um, Hazaros like tries to calm down this small minotaur mm-hmm. and and tells him kind of like 
a place to meet is you know it's it's not quite an inn but it's not like a place where a small minotaur would, would cause a lot of attention so basically Hesros has the safe house okay it's like go here I will hopefully be back by morning uh, if we find your sister I'll bring her um, uh, and he raises his hand you you don't have to raise your hand it's okay he puts his hand down um, the, how, how will I get past the lady she has people people watching us how will i get past the lady hmm what lady are you talking about i saw many when i came in up she is she seems really nice at first she was playing with my sister and i and then then we were asleep and now we're here did how did she sound up what in tarnations <laughs> like like that i think I think I know the lady you're talking about. Um, can you climb out of your window? Up the the window's locked. I tried. Okay, we're going to go ride in the elevator, a very small elevator. Okay. But maybe I can sneak you out through the basement. Okay. And you guys head over to the elevator. We're gonna jump to Ozium. Ozzy is broadcasting like everything that he's doing to them, um, to his companions. Um, so they hear. So you're fully broadcasting. Oh yeah. Nice. The entire time. Yeah. He's broadcasting everything. He's got a new toy. He's playing with it. I want to roll an investigation and see if I can find like, like the head waiter or the guy working in the back kind of. Okay. Um, Eight. Are you in the entrance of the kitchen looking in? Yeah. I think I'm in the kitchen area where there's like a, is there a revolving door or some type of flappy yeah, door? Yeah, there's a flappy door. Yeah. I just want to poke my head in every time it opens up, pull it out every time it's about to close and just kind of like <laughs> be a little snoopy. Uh, you see a a person that's like not doing their job. Who's just kind of like eh, watching other, other ones like run around and it seems like he's observing the other ones, but he's not really being helpful. Can I roll an insight to see, like, what vibe I'm getting from this guy? Yeah. Ooh, uh, 12. It's weird because with management, sometimes the people doing the most are managers, and sometimes they're interns. (laughs) Oh, and this guy looks like he's not doing anything? He's not doing much. He looks like he's watching and um, nodding, and his attitude is very, like, laissez-faire as well. So this is interesting. I would think with a party on this size and organized by this uh, this woman who seems to have st- struck fear in the heart of uh, the other woman who works for her and the fear that the waiters, the waitstaff does have. Uh, I do find it unusual that this guy is so laid back. So I'm going to go talk to that guy. You just go in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> do you want to seem like you belong there or are you just walking in? I'm just walking in. I'm just a guest. I'm just a guest in the kitchen. Okay. I mean, mostly everyone's fluttering in and out trying to get the food out because they can't seem to replenish it fast enough. Yeah. And so you're able just to get in there. and Yeah, I just want to saunter up this guy. Amazing party, huh? I mean, it's fine if you like parties. Well, yeah. You don't like parties? I love lots of things. Parties aren't one of them. There's just a lot more... There's more important things to do than than serve the rich and the wealthy. Yeah, I hear that. I hear yeah. that. But also, 
pigs in a blanket. Am I right? I don't know what that is. It's where they put the little hot dog in like a oh, croissant thing. Yes, that is a thing that they were making. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever made, obviously you're not a cook of some, are you not a waiter? What are you? Uh, I'm a waiter. You're, you're a waiter. Yeah, I'm a waiter. I've been working I that believe. floor like crazy today. I haven't seen you once. Well, I'm, I'm more like, like really important. What? So. Like an important waiter? Yeah, like. Like a really important waiter, so I can basically do what I want. Uh, I want to roll an insight on that line. Yeah. <laughs> really important waiter. Yeah. Uh, seven. Obviously lying. It's very lying. Oh, he he is lying. Yeah. It's I, a, I, I if you would have rolled like if that if that two yeah. was your roll, I'd been like, man, you believe him. But okay, so it's an obvious lie mm-hmm. that he's not a waiter. Yeah. That he's not a waiter, right? Yeah, and he's very clean. He's Is he dressed like a waiter, though? Yep. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, so, like, doing what I want and stuff is, you know. Why are you back here? Yo, I was just looking for some food, from for some snackums. That's what I call them. When you, when you eat a lot of food at once, you call them snackums. Because there's, like, snack. Mm-hmm-hmms. Yeah, but it's pretty loud in there, isn't it? It's very loud. I, I actually detest loud noises. That's yeah. the thing about me. I, I hate loud sounds. I'd prefer it quiet. Yeah. You know what? What? I bet your joint like this has like a huge wine cellar. You like wine? And um, you see this person who's been so like chill, kind of stiffen up a little bit. The cellar? Yeah. That's usually where they keep wine. We're not going down to the cellar. There's wine up here. I'll find it for you. Probably. I don't know. And goes kind of like stomping through the kitchen. That's the that's the people's wine. Yes, you're a person. You get the people's wine. I want the top shelf stuff. You know what I mean? And I want to cast suggestion <laughs> okay. on him. Mm, nice. Uh, my suggestion being that I want the top shelf wine from the cellar. And I want to hang out in this quiet area uh, in the cellar. Suggestion, you suggest a course of activities limited to a a sentence or two and magically influence a creature you can see within range that can hear and understand you. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune to this effect. The suggestion may be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Asking creatures to stab themselves, uh, throw itself onto a spear, uh, harmful spells, uh, you know, ends the spell. Uh, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, wisdom saving throw. Oh, boo. Yes, for that dude. That is a three he rolled. So he looks at you, he kind of cocks his head and is like, yeah, man, I do hate parties. And it's way cooler in the <laughs> cellar. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yes. Thank All right. You. Uh, yeah, follow me. Let's do it. He opens the door. Um, to the back, and you just see um, stairs descending down. Uh, right before he goes down, he like snags some pizza bagels, <laughs> a trunk full of pizza bagels, and starts walking down the stairs with this dude. Perfect. You um, are walking down the stairs, and as you walk further down, you hear a hum, like a, a mechanical hum. And they all hear this. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm broadcasting. Because you're broadcasting yeah. live. We're jumping to Wallamir. So as far as I know, I'm still waiting. I saw those stairs. I'm still waiting for the brother to come back. So I'm just enjoying my uh, glass of water. 
um, that I'm faking it as a drink. Yeah. Uh, I'm n- nursing it a bit, <laughs> and I'm just sitting at the table. Just, uh, I guess I'm still trying to look around, even though I failed that other one. So I'm still trying to look around, waiting for the brother to come back with, uh, you know, Minotaur of my dream. <laughs> so uh, the brother, you see the the sister tap the brother, and the brother's sort of like trying to get her away, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, a whisper conversation happening to them. She looks mm-hmm. at you and she like point like does eyes to the other side of the bar and the yeah. brother approaches you. Hi, sir. And I take out my hand to give him a handshake. Alvin of the Alvin tribe. Hi. Hello. Wow. You are small for a minotaur. Has anyone told you that? Oh, my gosh. I've heard great things about the Alvin tribe. How are you enjoying the party? Well, I've made so many connections. I've I got five phone numbers, if you know what I mean. And Alvin are, is a little drunk. Hey, Alvin, check out my my. Uh, so I kind of show off the gold, uh, the gold, uh, you know, thing I'm wearing. I'm like, hey, how much do you think this is worth? Ho ho ho! Okay, all right, let's look at that. I would say, if I were to guess, um, ten gold. Did you pay ten gold for that? Are we doing prices right now? Ten rules? gold. This is made of gold. <laughs> it's not made of gold. I mean, look have you seen it. real gold before? Uh, hey, hey, you look like a guy that knows things. I know a lot of things. You look like a man of many means. What do you need to know? You know, you said you got a lot of phone numbers. Uh, do you know of any places around here where if I met someone, I could uh, get a little privacy if you... If you know what I mean. You mean a date place? I know that there's a really good tapas place at the end of what is it? Uh, no, at the end of the in precinct. Here. Oh, I'm looking for a, a secret room. I could get some privacy. Oh, uh, you want to get private at this public party? Yes. Well, are there any off-limit rooms that you know of here that I could, uh, you know? All of the rooms are off-limits upstairs. I assume that that's why those guards are guarding it. Uh, other than that, I would say that tapas place is really nice and maybe you should just try that first. I don't think Minotaurs do tapas. Have you tried them? They're just like smaller snacks. They're yeah. Just smaller. Have you, have you tried tapas before? They're phenomenal. This guy knows what he's talking about. I, I completely ignore Ozzy <laughs> and, 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 uh, and the say, yeah, and I, I guess I have switched on my broadcasting at this point, uh, kind of before we started this. Uh, which is why he could hear me. So I say to um, Elvin, Elvin, yeah. Do you kn- do you know any of the guards up there? Can you? Uh... Oh, that's Henry, Hank, and Lewis, and Tommy. Oh, very good, boring human names. Yep. Do you think you could get me into one of the rooms? I mean, I have to. Who's the special lady? You know, who's 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 who are your bit? B- you know, I just I I can't say it out loud. Yeah, Walamir, I was thinking that the entire time because you didn't have someone <laughs> going in that room. It just sounded like you were going to do bad things to yourself alone. <laughs> or gentlemen, uh, I don't I don't know you very well. I you know, whoever you love is you, you know? Exactly. I I don't really want to uh share at this point, but you seem like a guy I can trust. Everyone trusts Alvin. Everyone trusts Alvin. I can see it in your eyes, Alvin. Can you go talk to Henry Hank uh Bobby, Joe, Mike, Ricky. There's no Ricky up there. But yeah. Whoa, oh, no, wait. You might be right. Is that guy Ricky? Ah, Ricky. There is a Ricky. Roll a persuasion. 14. 
he goes and you can tell that he's like walks over to the guards talks to them like they're old friends and the guards look distracted you know what <laughs> I'm just gonna try to walk in they're distracted roll me a stealth so, yeah we'll stealth our minotaur stealth our way <laughs> five you walk past and as you're trying to be stealthy I imagine that you're um, you are trying to make yourself really small um, going up the staircase okay. and in in doing so you took your smaller steps and so you accidentally um, nudge one of the guys oh hey 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 oh you're not you're not allowed up there excuse me I'm with Alvin oh hey Alvin Alvin come come over here Alvin oh this is this is my really good friend what was your name again I forgot did you give me your name my name is Nick this is Nick and um, Alvin is talking them up again. You want to try and roll me another stealth? Yeah. Actually, uh, 20. Not in that 20, but 20. Alvin is just so in enthralling right now. He's just, like, showing him tricks and is just, like, really, really engaging them in conversation, and you slip right up without anyone noticing you. Sweet. Yeah. So are there guards in front of the rooms or just on the Nope, just on the All stairs. All the guards I passed. Oh, I'm just going to go in the first room I see them. You open the door, and it is a very beautiful and well-done room. It has um, one of those canopy beds, and everything is really beautiful and floral and delicate. And it's obviously a bedroom. Are there any dressers around? Yep. Okay, I'm going to go through the dresser. I'm going to see what's in the dresser. Great, roll me an investigation. Uh, 12. As you're rummaging um, through the f- the first drawer, actually, I'm going to have you roll three investigations right now. So keep okay. that roll and then roll me two more. Eight and a 16. Cool. So you're rummaging through the drawers. Yeah. You just find like um, women's clothing, um, that like undergarments in the first drawer. You close it. The second drawer, you find um, shirts and they're all very... Um, ornate, delicate, lacy. You open up the third drawer. You find um, what looks like skirts and all of that, like pants in the same drawer too. So you are rummaging through everything and you feel a an etching on the, the bottom of the drawer. Ooh. Okay. Well, I am going to... Uh, well, if it's on the bottom of the drawer, I'm going to take the drawer out and see if I can lift it up. Great. You take the drawer out, and I'm assuming you're taking the clothes out as well to look at it further? Uh, is it, like, on the bottom of the drawer, like, or is it under the clothes? It's un- So it's, um, you have the clothes on top, and as you're rummaging yeah. through, you felt on the the, oh, the okay. bottom. This Okay, all right. Yeah, I don't take the drawer out, then. I just take, I take enough clothes out so I can see. Yeah, sure. Great. It looks like a sliding, um, a sliding panel. Okay, I'm I'm still going to try to read the etching and see see what it says. It says um for valor, for honor, for shadow. Okay, so now I'm going to take the drawer out and see if there's any kind of contraption or anything in the dresser or maybe even behind the dresser. So I want to cuz I'm thinking that this is a clue to maybe open some kind of secret door or something like that so i want to so as you're fiddling around with the drawer you um your finger grazes um the lip in a way that actually slides the compartment open and inside you see a um what looks like a house demir badge oh 
the same badge that you know um, is the insignia insignia of the guild, and it's it looks old. I pick up the badge and see if I can observe anything else about it. Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll an investigation. Then we're going to jump to Tanya, who is two rooms down. All right, uh, 15. You can tell that it has been, um, it's very worn. It, um, from your knowledge of your house, when you work in the inner sanctum, some people show their, their badge to gain entry to certain secret areas within the guild. And this looks like it's worn in. So it was worn by someone who was very um, deep in Demir. I'm taking it. Jumping over to Hezros. You have cute little Din looking up at you, asking, how do I get past the lady? So we're going to go to the basement and hopefully we can sneak out and get around. I will be with you until you are away. Okay. Uh, and while I'm telling in this, I'm broadcast. I'm sending a note, a, a, a mental note <laughs> yes. to the others. An Evernote. An Evernote. Yes. An Everquill. Um, <laughs> to the others, uh, I found uh, a boy, a young boy, Minotaur. He said someone took his sister. I'm trying to get him out. Wait, you're just, we're, we're taking kids now? What are we doing? <laughs> I'm not taking him. I'm saving him. Oh. Someone took his sister. We need to help. Well, how much is he paying us? <laughs> I I don't respond to that. I just kind of shepherd him on. Is this thing working? On. Is this... He starts tapping. <laughs> he starts tapping his ear. You just hear feedback sounds. Yeah. Oh. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm trying to help him. He's, he's a scared boy. He's just staring at you. All right. So I, I just, I let them go and... and as we, so did we already get in there and we're just in the basement? Or so should... you're walking out of the room right now and you notice one of the doors, um, the one that you tried to open previously is, is open now. Hmm. And you hear um, rustling, like lots of rustling. Okay. Stay here. Okay. And he um, then gets in sort of like a crouching position with his like paper towel roll. Just stay here. Okay, I got it. Up above the mission. Yeah, let them fight. <laughs> and if and if if bad people come, run away. But what about you? I have swords. I'm okay. Can I get a sword? No. Okay. I mean, give him a sword. <laughs> What's he gonna do with that paper towel roll? Uh, <laughs> like he he almost says that out loud. <laughs> he's annoyed. <laughs> but but uh, cautiously approach the door, kind of sword out. One sword out and going to like push open the door to see um, if anything either happens, if there's another trap, or maybe there's someone in the room. You push open the door and rummaging through lots of clothing is Walamir. What are you doing? Do I have to hire this guy? I found a badge. Check this out. This is like a guild badge. I think there were some older guild members here that might be involved with this. Even if not, we can use this to access some of the guild secrets. That's not what we're here for. It could be. Hey, Hezro, you're talking down to Walmir here, but you're also here not to save this kid. And uh, Den is poking his little head by the door like you told him to stay, but he definitely followed you. Uh, this kid's going to get us killed for sure. Up. Be quiet. Who is this kid? 
I found him in the room I was checking out. Someone took his sister and someone brought him here. Our, our southern belle is not as sweet as she sounds. I knew it. Can you give us any other information on her child? Uh, and um, Din looks at Hezros, wide-eyed, like, eh, is this okay? It's okay, but I don't think he knows anything else. He's a little boy. He's scared. Don't underestimate children. They know a lot, especially Minotaur children. Yeah, I know a lot about traps. You told me what you know about the lady and your sister, didn't yeah. you? Everything? Yeah, Up. Uh- uh, the lady the lady wants to fix us and make us better and she took my sister and um I don't know where they are. She wants to fix you. Yeah, um she said that the mind isn't at its potential and, and the mind can be fixed. And um if if she starts young, she she can fix our, our minds. And that we are part of a, a greater a greater purpose. And I don't like it. I don't like the way she said it. It was very, very, very scary. Okay. Do you know where she stays in this place? You're in her room right now. So if this is her room, she could be a part of the guild. This could be her badge. We should probably leave this room. She's taking kids. Minotaur kids. My name's Dead. Hi. Hi, Minotaur kid. <laughs> this kid's weird, right? Hezeros is just counting in his head, like, "I'm let me not murder everyone." Um, but you're gonna you're gonna get my sister, right? Yeah. Is that? I actually, uh, I don't think we should leave the room. But I think we should wait until she comes and question her. And do what? There's only four of us, or three of us. It's just her. Three and a half. It's just her. You scared of her? It's actually, uh, um, not not to um, correct you guys, but it's really just two and a half men in there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hesaros just makes the most disgusted face. Uh, come on, that was pretty like, good. Like, 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 we're not streaming on CBS All Access. Worry, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you don't need obligatory two and a half men. Purposes. We're getting it sponsored, guys. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Hesaros is just. We haven't found the guy we're looking for yet. I was trying to get him out to safety. The guy? We're looking for an older gentleman. Oh no, the the elephant man with, with blank eyes? Blank eyes? He was here. Um, I saw him a while ago. I've been here for a while. And he was here like us. But he's not anymore. What do you mean? He was nice at first. Confused. Very, very confused, but very nice. That his eyes grow duller and duller. And, um, that they stop shining altogether. Did he die? I don't know. He was there, and that he wasn't there anymore. All right. I'm, I'm going to crawl in the elevator now. Is that where we're going? That's where we're going, yes. Are we staying here and waiting for the bad lady? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't want to beat the bad lady. You don't want to beat her and she runs up to Wallamere. She's taking kids. She's part of our guild. I have a problem with her. Now, we don't have to wait here, but I'm going to find her and I'm going to give her a piece of my horn if you guys are with me or not. Let me get him out. He's a little kid. He can't fight with us. Um, I could fight. Yeah, you underestimate Minotaur kids. We train them very young. They're battle ready. 
recap battle ready. With a paper towel roll. Yeah, um, unless you give me a sword. Are you going to give me one of your swords? No. Okay, I'm going to call the elevator now. Okay. Azaros is just going to go with the kid. <laughs> no, Azaros just like... Mm. <laughs> um, cutting to Azium. You are in the basement. You, yeah, that humming, um, as you walk down the stairs further, it, it grows louder in intensity. Okay, as I'm walking down the stairs, I want to start, uh, I want to keep talking to this guy. So, uh, what's your name? Um, it's Lucas. Cool. How long have you been a waiter, Lucas? Oh, my God. Tonight? One night. This one? First night, huh? Yeah. How'd you get this gig? I mean, Greta or whatever. Greta? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Greta. Yeah. What, um, are you related to her? Uh, let's just say, like, I work for her, you know? Oh. I have a lot of things to do. Things are way more important than way more important than this party. So I'm here working a party when I should be studying. It's, it's, it's awful, actually. <laughs> well, studying is important. Stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> what do you study? It's beyond you. Beyond me? Come on! <laughs> I do tons of stuff. Do you know how the human brain works? Do I? Humans? That's like the simplest brain there is. It's basically a rubber band. <laughs> what? Yeah, a rubber band. Like a frog. Like a frog's brain. I was making a joke about how small the human brain is. Right. Got it. You know, fine. You tell me what you know about the human brain, and then maybe I'll decide if you're worthy of talking to about this. I want to roll... A, what would it be? I guess a deception. Deception, yeah. Uh, I want to launch into stuff about the human brain. Yes. 17. Nice. Okay, so you launch into... Yeah, uh, neurons fire. Um, you know, <laughs> front, backle cortex. Um, <laughs> backle. Everything is combined in a big mishmash of uh, spaghetti hodgepodge. That's... Honestly, how I see the brain, too. It's a big spaghetti hodgepodge. That's what wow. I'm saying. It's like you just like read my journal. You know what I mean? He pops a bagel bite into his mouth with his trunk. <laughs> Tell me about it. So w w what type of stuff do you study on the brain? And as you're walking further into um, down the stairs and through the cellar, you're noticing that the floor is changing. It's turning from like a dirt cellar floor to more almost like linoleum like it's smooth and it looks kind of sterile like it's just very sleek floor okay I want to roll uh, an investigation while I'm talking to this guy okay ooh not good three it's like the floor is different yeah <laughs> uh yeah like okay so how I, I see the brain is it has so much room for potential right you have your gray matter you have your amygdala and you have your prefrontal cortex, right? And how are those things supposed to like just jump together without any like extra help? So I learn about creating that extra help. <laughs> yeah. Um. How, Lucas? Yeah. How? Well, I mean, I could talk about work all day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can just like sure. blah, 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 you know, like a blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> Uh, why don't we, uh, why don't we just get some wine? You know, like, hang out? Like, like, best friends? I don't know. I don't want to use that term, you know, inappropriately. But, like, you know, like best friends hang out and stuff. Yeah, dude. Or whatever. Not yeah. a big deal. Let's, uh, let's cut the edge off that, uh, that chatty Kathy box of yours. 
Yeah, how about this one over here? Uh, I want to walk over to, is there, yeah. what else is in this room? It's, um, it looks like it is a mixture of what you would normally find in a cellar. So like dry goods, there's barrels um, of like wheat, uh, there's flour, there's apples, wine, little bit of like cheese and um, pickled items. So things that you would want to cure down in um, the the cellar area. And, and and like as you breathe the air, you notice that it's really solid and dense. It, it feels very like a like a humid, um, a humid air. Uh, I want to pull a bottle out of the wall and I'm going to mention like, hey, uh, it's pretty humid down here. Yeah. Uh, cellar's supposed to be usually kind of cool. But these are, uh, these bottles are kind of warm. Well, I mean, she likes it at this temperature. She says that the te- the tests perform well. Who? So, Who what? likes it at this temperature? Who? What did I say? You said she. Who's she? No, oh, my boss. Yeah. Who? <laughs> um, roll me a persuasion. He's, he's starting to feel a little, like, yeah. like, weird. So this is broadcasting, right? So I can hear mm-hmm. it? Like, 18. Ozzy, she said tests. Yeah. Like the kids said tests. Yeah, I know, but I want to I want to know who exactly this person is. It's the kid. Ah. <laughs> He's like, here, scream like actually out loud. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do it internally, but I just go, ah. <laughs> so you hear um Wallamere screaming and it's so intense that you getting that like um that feedback sound like when you like spike your mic. Yeah. Yeah. Lucas is is convinced, right? You rolled an 18? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Greta. She's a freaking genius. You know what I mean? Like she's like the s- smartest uh, woman I know. She's gonna change the world, basically. Oh wow! What kind of a uh, who did she do experiments on? Well, it, at first it was that man who used to live here. Oh, he doesn't live here anymore. No, he ruptured. Oh, he's dead. He ruptured. He um he exploded. Oh, the guy throwing the party? He's not throwing the party. Greta is. Oh, oh. So you're saying Benedict's dead? Yes. I oh. Am. Well, I gotta tell Exploded you. Exploded means dead, Ozzy. Kind of chirping. Exploded means dead. Just making sure. In in, uh, <laughs> in his head, he's saying, he's talking to uh, Hezro and Wallamere. He's like, hey, this guy's dead. Um, So we pretty much mission accomplished, right, guys? <laughs> we should just pack it in. Ask if Benedict had a kid. Oh, uh, I mean, how do I do that in conversation? Just bring it up. You're smooth for an elephant. Ooh. Make it happen. Thanks, Wallamere. Ezra, do you have anything to say about how smooth I am? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, well, you know, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Am I right? I know, right? I mean, huh. we're just moving on to human, ex- or, you know, experiments on sentient creatures you know it just it's not going to be it's not going to it's going to be a lot of eggs i guess is what i'm saying yeah before we get it right so for sure oh so you're moving from loxodons to humans huh well i mean the, the the um the problem was i think um that benedict was old uh the brain is always forming and growing so younger subjects there's more el- elasticity and um, like a rubber band Sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kinda, yeah. I mean, I guess. But so imagine a rubber, a rubber band that you've had for 20 years. Oh. And stretch that rubber band. Yeah, you leave a rubber band out in the sun. Yeah, exactly. It's and, hard. And so that was Benedict. Uh, our rubber band. Yeah, so. Do you have any pieces of them? Excuse me? You said he blew up, right? He ruptured. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like blowing up. 
No, we, uh... Ask about the daughter, Ozzy. I'm, I'm working it. I'm working it, Wallamere. No, but we don't have that. But, um, what I am working on, and, um, he kind of, like, guides you through the, um, where the linoleum starts. Yeah. And, um, he, um, opens this curtain on this box, and it's a little cage, and there's a little minotaur girl inside that cage. Whoa! <laughs> We're going to try to implant and uh, noodle around in her noodle. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. I want to just kind of crouch down and be... She, she's in a low cage? She's it, in a, like a low cage. Yeah. yeah. I just want to crouch down. It's like, oh, so you're a volunteer, huh? No. Um, are you here to rescue me? Am I here to what? You're working with the bad people. What are you talking about? What? You got to speak up. And she's like so scared. She's like shaking. And Hez- Hezeros in in this link is like, that's the girl I'm looking for. We gotta save her. They're experimenting on kids. Benedict is dead though, guys. Oh my god. That's great. We gotta save the kid though. Ozzy knows this. And he's still putting on airs for uh, Lucas. Like he's interested in what he's doing. What he really wants to do is... Obviously, he thinks Lucas is a total dick, um, and it's taking all his power not to kick this little twerp's ass. Um, so pretentious. So he is just like every time Lucas is saying something like uh, really jerky, uh, Ozzy's trying really hard uh, not to punch him in the face. So he just keeps taking a <laughs> swig of this wine, but Lucas is still feeding him. Uh, feeding him information. And this is the information that he really needs because if he's doing experience, uh, experiments on Benedict, maybe he's doing experiments on other people. So now he finds out doing experiments on other people. Now Ozzy is thinking, what if they're doing experiments on the party? So now he's concerned about the people upstairs as well because they mentioned, he, Lucas mentioned humans, you know? Um, and this is obviously a minotaur. So is he working his way I would say down the ladder to humans. Mm. <laughs> I would say that. Uh, so he's gonna have to uh, like put on airs, uh, continue to put on airs. Oh wow, yeah. What type of information are we gonna get from this one? Well, control. So you know, like a remote control car. Imagine that, but big and strong. A remote control core. Yes. <laughs> oh, so um. Like, like servants? Oh, God. Oh, you, you small-minded, small-minded giant man. <laughs> I am small-minded. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy, guys. <laughs> he fucking sucks. Why don't you punch him Roll in the with face? Roll It's like, that's what I want to do. You don't think I want to do that right <laughs> now? Got to find out what he's doing. Gotta get the info. Roll with it. Be charming. <laughs> My mind is small. Oh, tiny. Tiny even. Servants, that's that's small potatoes. Servants bring you food and make sure that you're warm at night by bringing you blankets, you know. Soldiers. Soldiers are more interesting, you know. Huh. Yeah. I guess you're right. Servants are more interesting. Soldiers. What? What? Your ears are so big at your... I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> 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 needling you. He, had a, he mentioned my fucking ears. <laughs> I'm going to punch this dick in the face. <laughs> 17. 
That hits. Roll for damage. It's just a punch in the... Is D4 for a punch in the face? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Four. He is absolutely stunned. He did not see that coming. He, um... <laughs> you punch him, and because you're much taller than him... Excuse me. His uh, face slams into the cage um, on the way down, and uh, he's stumbling around. Oh, oh, what the... I thought we were going to drink. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ah. You should drink. So because I hit him, suggestion wears off. Yep. And I want to... So which way... He He's the opposite direction of the cave, right? He... Um, Not the cave. The, uh, the cage. Sorry. He hit the cage with his head. Because you guys were right by the cage talking. Oh, okay. So he slams his face on the cage and took additional damage from that as well. I want to cast Dissonant Whispers on this dude. Okay. Uh, you whisper a melody that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, uh, to move. The creature doesn't move into obvious danger grounds, such as fire or pit. On a successful save, the target uh, takes half damage and doesn't have to move away. Yeah. <sighs> did not succeed. 13. <laughs> that is uh, exactly his hit points. Awesome. Wow. He is knocked out cold. What do you do? How do you do it? I uh, uh, hum this little melody. My trunk goes like straight, like hard. What's the song that he sings? That uh, Ozium sings? Yeah. Hmm. Be his jam. Maybe some Ozzy Osbourne. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's great. Ozzy, so his uh, his <laughs> that's awesome. His uh, trunk goes uh, hard and stiff, and then all you hear is. And uh, the psychic energy goes into this dude's head and just, like, breaks him from the inside out. God. Yep. And that's, um, he, he ruptures, I guess, right? Hmm. You see him, he's shocked with this, the dissonant whispers, and slowly his nose starts bleeding, then his eyes start bleeding, and his ears, and he just sort of, like, crumples into a heap on the floor. And then Ozzy standing over him says, I ain't got big ears. And then I'm going <laughs> to lean down and uh, try to let the girl out of the cage. Oh, oh my gosh. You're so strong. You're so scary. Hey, <laughs> settle down. Are, are you are you Ori? How do you know my name? Well, I mean, we have these things inside our ears that allow me to listen to my friends. And my friends found your little brother, oh. pa- Paper Towel Kid. I don't even remember his name. Oh, they found Din? <laughs> Is that his Din's name? okay? Ori Din? Yeah. Din and Ori? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anyone else down here? No. No. There's no one down here. I don't know. I was just in this cage. Well, yeah. Um. 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 We have to get out. Yeah. Yeah. I know we out. have to get out. You can you can you, can you try to unlock the cage? Um. Yeah. Uh. Is there a lock on it or? Yeah. Can I pick the lock? You sure can. Okay. Nice. The sleight of hand. Oh. Ooh, eight. Eight. Uh, eight doesn't quite do it, but you can keep trying. And we're going to skip over to Walamir and Hezros. 
so the uh, kid left already, right? The kid is just in the elevator kind of waiting. Okay. Hey! Huh? We found your sister. Uh, you, you... F- and she's safe. Lori's safe? She didn't get her brain brain hurt? No. And we're all going to get out of okay. here. But we gotta... But we can't just leave out the front door. Do you know any uh, ins and outs to this house that can help us get out of here without being seen? Uh, no. I've only been up to the upstairs. But, but uh, it's an old house, so probably, I don't know, though. We're going to try to sneak out. Are you using the elevator to go all the way down? Yes. Because of Wellamir's size, he has to go alone. So um, whatever order you decide to do. All right. Wellamir, do you want to go first or do you want to go after us? Minotaurs first. <laughs> Horns out. <laughs> all right. Have a good trip. <laughs> it was so devious, that smile. <laughs> you sound so excited. Thank you. And then I uh, head first. You, so that elevator is a touch too small for you. You fit. Your body fits. But it is a tight squeeze. So I'm going to um, have you roll acrobatics to get in that elevator. 13. You manage to get your ho- like all of your hooves in as you go down the elevator. Some of like your hair was caught a little bit, so it's ah. it's sort of tugging at you. It's not enough to my like mane. pull it out, but it's very uncomfortable on your way down. Ah, my mane! <laughs> suck it in. Just suck in. Suck it in. Think. I can't suck in thin. pain from my mane. Well, yeah. Could you be any louder? So uh, the elevator door opens. And you are now in the cellar. Uh, the elevator shoots back up to get um, Hezros. Do I see um, um, Ozzy from the elevator or do I have to like find him? From the elevator, you, uh, you're you by the like the wines and the cheeses and other like um, the kitchen goods, um, but you okay. hear sounds. I'm going to go toward Ozzy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go toward the sounds. Perfect. Um, then the el- I'm going to jump back to Hezros. To g- the elevator door opens for you, Hezros. And I, uh, I take, I take my little minotaur buddy. Mm-hmm. We go down. Even though I'm an elf, I'm guessing with a even a small minotaur it might be a tight squeeze going down. Yes. So I'm gonna have both of um, you and Din roll an acrobatics. Okay. Fifteen. Uh, he rolled a sixteen. So you guys are Yay. real good. Uh, you reach the bottom of the floor. Okay. Um, let Din out. Crawl out. Kind of dust myself off. All right, where's uh, where's the other little minotaur? That Ozzy, where are you? Hey, I'm back here. You hear footsteps from the stairs. Uh, I'm coming to you, Ozzy. Oh, it would help so, though if we had ordinal directions. Uh, just follow my voice straight back. Like you know, left at the cheese, right at the burger. Yeah, I mean, you can help us out here. From what I remember, it was a straight line. I usher Din in front of me, and I still I take a, another I take a sword out and just like keep walking, just keep walking. Um, as you um, all get closer to where Ozium is, um, the footsteps grow louder, and um, you all reach the cage where you see Ozzy trying to lockpick this this cage, holding a small, younger, uh, minotaur girl. Move! I'll lock. Wait, this. I was. I almost. Had, oh, I almost had that last tumbler. <laughs> you did it. If you, but if you guys get it, it's because I loosened it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll sleight of hand. Eight. That's lower than what I got. Not quite. 
Can I try again? Okay, yes. Oh, that's so much better. 18. 18, okay. So you, um, you're listening to the pegs. You figured out what you did wrong last time, and you hear a click, 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 and the, um, the lock springs open and falls to the floor. Oh, um, oh, oh, and she pushes the, um, the door open. Taps you, like, thank you, thank you, but then runs to her brother and gives him a hug. Aw. Well, I'm glad that we saved you from these experiments. Um, now, how did you guys get down here? We walked. I invited you to my nice party, and this is how you repay my hospitality. Your hospitality is harming innocent people. Harming innocent people? Do you understand my work? How many people we could save? If you can control evil, wouldn't you want to try? I want you to try to control these horns. And I run up to her. Oh, great. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. it. I love it. I love oh, it. All right. Um, go ahead and roll me. I'm not like going to hit her, but I'm like running up to get like right in her face. Oh, okay. Uh, she steps back, but isn't, she's startled, but she's not scared. Can I roll intimidation? Yep. 19. Well, shit. What you're doing here is despicable. And it looks like you're a member of our house as well. You're going to get us out of here. We're going to return these kids. And you're not going to say anything to anyone. She is shaken. I think that's because you named her house. She w- she was not expecting that you would know any information about her, and that really caught her off guard. She looks at you and our house. Are you, um, are you of, uh, are you of Demare as well? It doesn't matter who we are. You have to understand something. What do we need to understand? Our houses are layered. Our house is layered. There's a lot of factions and there's a lot of things that happen and... The Simic, the Simic Guild, they had it right. Through my studies, I, I realized that they had it right. Bioengineering people, it's just the beginning. Bioengineering their bodies, that's nothing. Bioengineering their minds, that, that is the secret. That is what we were all missing. Don't you understand that my work is so important? Please don't ruin it. Stops it stops here, it stops now. These kids are going to be safe, and you're going to get us out of here safely. Well, I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. Very well. And she starts walking through the lab. She, it looks like she's looking for something. Okay, uh, can I grab her to stop her? You sure can. Yeah, roll me a strength. Hello? Uh, four. Four. Okay, so you reach to grab her, and I think you underestimated um, how quickly she was moving, and you um, kind of grab the air. Damn it! After I see her start walking, I want to cast Words of Terror to try to terrorize her mm-hmm. from doing whatever she's doing, basically. So she has to make a uh, saving throw. Okay. A wisdom saving throw. She failed. She's now frightened of me. It looks like um, as she was going to grab something, she 
whips around and she knocks a bunch of like lab equipment off on the ground and she looks at you in terror. Um, oh, please, please don't hurt me. You, you're, you're like the ghost, the, the ghost of, of a Benedict. Um. Get in that corner now. Okay. And she goes into the corner and you guys hear, um, other footsteps coming down the stairs. Ugh. Lock, lock the lab door. There, uh, there's no door. It's just, um, changing floor. So it's a big open space. That Okay. Oh. Call out to your men that everything's okay here. Send them um, away. Um, everything's fine down here. It's, it's all fine. You could just go go on and, and go upstairs and just make sure everything's okay. And the footsteps are getting louder. Okay, you kind of sound like a hostage. Um, everything's fine. You just do whatever you want to do. You know, just everything's great. Hey, you know what? Get in that cage. What? Get in that cage that oh, the sweet. little girl was in. Um. Yes. Uh, oh, Faster. Oh, okay, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, she gets in the cage and she keeps murmuring something about ghosts. Um, I want to turn to the kids mm-hmm. and like hand them, I don't know, whatever in the lab, whatever lab equipment. Syringes? Yeah. Be like, great. Hey, kids. <laughs> no. Hey, Ori. No. Uh, uh, Wait, hold on. What was my voice? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Hey, Din, Ori. Yeah? Go nuts on this person. <laughs> no. Hezaros put, actually puts out an arm. What? Do not encourage that they're children. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're owed this. You know how terrified they were? It's, a, it's good for their psyche to know that they can overcome these demons. They're children. You feel a presence behind you. Me? Everybody. Okay. I want to turn around and take a look. Ooh. It's uh, Mari uh, Winterhold. She's holding what looks like a tiny brass ball in her hand. And she's staring at uh, Greta. Okay. I, I think Mari should have the honor of this. And let's not corrupt these children. Okay, okay. Kids, you can still get a couple pokes in before Mari get. No. <laughs> no trust me, kids. If you uh, want. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, gonna, just stab her. Stab her. Stab her. This stab is going to be a fight. Yeah, just stab. Just. just no. Okay. Hey, no. Mari! We will have words when <laughs> do not corrupt each other. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes it's good to fight back, to like conquer your own demons. I don't want these kids. I want these kids knowing that they poke something at the end of the night. No. <laughs> As you're saying that, you hear the the heels, the click 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 of Mari's heels on the linoleum floor as she holds the brass ball. Hey, Mari. And she says nothing. She's very focused on the cage. She drops the brass ball and it um, rolls off of her hands, lands in the cage. She takes the, the blanket and puts it over the cage. You hear a whirring sound. Uh, it gets louder and louder. And then you hear a pop. She looks at you. Hello? Thank you. That was unsavory. It was, but I take it you know what happened to Benedict. Uh, what, what'd you just do? That is what we like to call a pig in a blanket. Am I right, kids? <laughs> oh, that was really funny, sir. Yeah, it was pretty good, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like these kids. I didn't think I liked kids, but you know what? <laughs> we have a lot in common. A humor being number one. <laughs> Hasros is giving you the dirtiest look because he's just thinking about how early he was trained into his profession and how he doesn't want these kids to be like mm-hmm. 
He's not saying it, but he's just giving you a filthy, filthy look right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel you're thinking it, too. <laughs> I don't mind it. Minotaur kids are made to fight. <laughs> They're born to fight. Yeah, Walmir, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, man, and these kids are so sad. I hate both of you so much. What? What? You love us. We love no. you. No, you don't. And Hezeros is not amused at all. He's actually, like, kind of trying to shield the mm-hmm. kids from even seeing... I'm guessing at this point is blood or whatever oozing out from under the cage. Uh, yeah, there's starting to be... And, and I mean, she did shut the cage, so at least there was this mindfulness, I think, of shielding everyone in the room from what was going to happen, but you see this uh, blood start pooling from under the, the cover. Yeah. Well, um... Thank you again. I, um, I'll see that you get out safe. What about the kids? Oh, they're safe. I didn't know about them. I know about a lot of things. I knew, perhaps, that Benedict was dead, but I didn't know. I didn't know about any of this. And she looks at some of the lab equipment and she shoves it onto the ground. I didn't know about this. Mines are not to be toyed with. We should go, but remember... This is in our house. We have to investigate this. This is not... I, I refuse to believe this is just her. It's got to go deeper. Got to find out. We got to get to the bottom of this, eventually. We got to get to the bottom of this. And also, are there any more little burgers up there? End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> cool, 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 cool. I'm Serena Marie, and I am your DM for this adventure. I'm on the Dungeon Rats, and also you can catch me, um, along with the other rivals of Waterdeep, at 12 p.m. Central Time on the D&D Twitch Network. I forgot. My brain just stopped. <laughs> Sweet. Hi, I'm Tanya DePass. I was your rather uh, unwitting and arrogant uh, rogue for this adventure. You can find me on Rivals of Waterdeep at twitch.tv backslash dnd and also um, on World 20 app at running Star Trek Adventures. And I'm Sharif Jackson. I played Walamir Pepperbottom, uh, your Minotaur. And you can also find me on Rivals of Waterdeep uh, and Star Trek Adventures, which were previously mentioned, as well as the uh, Spawn on Me podcast. Yeah, my name is Carlos Luna. I played Ozzy Pendrake. Uh, the level three uh, Loxodon Bard. You can find me on social media under Carlos Critz and uh, find me on my podcast, The Dungeon Rant, as well as the Twitch streaming uh, actual play podcast, Rivals of Waterdeep. If you are interested, I have a YouTube channel. We're releasing videos every Wednesday. Uh, that have to do with uh, their tips and tricks and interviews in regards to dungeon mastering and, and game master in general. All right, that's it. Great. <laughs> Yay! Awesome. Solve the mystery. Yes, you solve the mystery. Oh, this was a 